your hosts for this evening's inaugural Tuck to Me BB Movie Awards is... My name is Amen! And I'm Mark. Amen! Who are you? My name is Mark McGuire. I play first base. Security, I think we have a breach. Sorry, I'm late. What? Uh, thanks, Mark McGuire, for showing up to the... Um, I do believe you're way too early for your performance of your nomination for Best Song of the Year. My name is Mark. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, Mark McGuire. Thank you so much. Anyway. Anyway. Hello. Hello. We are back with the promised movie awards. For the first ever Talk Nerdy to Me BB Movie Awards. Uh, it used to be, or it was at one point, and still technically is, the Casey Movie Awards. Yes. But he allowed me to have an opinion. Yes. Or I just didn't allow him to not have my opinion. And I just wanted to do it a different way this year, and I didn't feel like just putting it out on like a little post like I did before. I used to just do like a little Facebook post. And uh, I I did a video last year, and this time I wanted to do the BB version. The BBs! Welcome to the BBs! <laughs> you and got the, your, your Tonys and your MVs. And the BB, yes, it will be. Yes. The BB goes to. The BB goes to. I don't know if we did that for the last episode. I honestly can't remember. I think we just said in the winner is. Yeah. Well, well cause that one was. That one's just you. Yeah. It's not a BB if I don't have a say. Yeah. Uh, and we're not doing TV. We don't watch enough of the same shows. So I wonder if there's a... Vroom? Vroom? A vroom? Yeah. So if someone, something could get a video game and a, a movie award. Uh, I mean, the only one this year would be Detective Pikachu. Like a vroom? Well, oh, like if he get, like like an egot. Egot, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, we can try. We'll see. Or next year, I'll just try to know more about games, and we could do another. We could do a BB Game Awards, and we could just they would just have the the b the b the b the b. It's early in the morning, everybody. We tried to record this last night, didn't work out. Now we have coffee. We've been it's because up. it didn't work out because we did work out. That's true. Hey. Hey. Flex. Glad they saw that. <laughs> um, it So, it's early. We've been up for like 20 minutes, maybe. And we have coffee. And we're ready to be fancy award giver-outers. I think I'm going to use a picture from our one time we were fancy. Yeah. Oh, I haven't used that one yet. Yeah. Fancy. I am now. Yeah, fancy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you look at the post on my Instagram or maybe Casey's, I don't know. Sometimes Casey posts to Instagram. Otherwise, he's on Facebook. 
but you'll see the fancy. Yeah. Like, we're actual award people. Because, look, we are. I also have haven't used the logo, so you'll be getting that, too. Oh, yeah. The logo. The fancy logo that yeah. I made. You are so good. Thanks. Uh, you could say that you did a nice job editing it together. Hey. As that is our first category of the evening. Oh, did you guys miss this from last week? <laughs> did you? We don't care. <laughs> Best film editing. The nominees are... Not the cat. No, the cat... <laughs> she doesn't splice things together very well. The, the cat is very salty about how a few nominations cats got. <laughs> I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of the cat. There's never the last of the cat. All so, right. Best film editing. Your nominees are 1917. Us. The movie, not us. us. <laughs> Parasite. Jojo Rabbit. And John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. I like how you just know it because you didn't write it down. No, I didn't write it down. But. I know it. All right. So to qualify as a winner. Yes. We both had to agree. Yep. It was pretty unanimous, actually. We didn't have that many that we had to, like, fully work through as, like, he wanted one and I wanted one. It was more of a, we both like these. We kind of like these two better. Which of these two is a one? Thank you for explaining our entire process. You're welcome. Behind the scenes. And I the think winner. that would also make the Oscars more interesting to know how they chose things. Anyway, and the winner is one nine one seven. What? Nineteen seventeen. Woo! We actually watched that a couple nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh... It wins best editing because there wasn't any. <laughs> well, the it so makes it seems. You, yeah, it makes you that movie makes you feel like there is no editing. So it looks like it's one continuous shot. And if you know how filmmaking works, you can tell where like you can naturally assume where like the edits are, so that they could go from scene to scene and like place to place and all of that. But when you're watching the movie, it does feel like you are just on this one continuous unending journey with the main characters. My thought while watching it was like, I don't know, if, if I were like this person watching all this stuff, it's like, why don't you help? You're right. <laughs> Instead of just watching, why don't you help? It's like, um, hi, we're struggling over here. Oh, hi, we're trying to like defeat these people. Can you just like assist? You're just standing here staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because now I just picture someone standing there staring, but like every once in a while I'm ducking behind a rock yeah. and just like doing a thing. And they're like, who is this weirdo? And why is no one... On either side, shooting at him. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my thought. You know, 1917. was a ghost. None of these actors in the next, next category. The next category? The next category. Is early. Best supporting actor. Adam Brody for Ready or Not. Winston Duke. For us. Jack Loden for Fighting with My Family. Billiam Hader for It Chapter Two. Jake Dylan Hall for Spider Man Far From Home. 
And Samuel L. Jackson for Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was going to say, your announcer is just so different. It goes for a journey each time. Yeah, I'm not going to keep that up the whole time. Uh, all right. This was actually one that we had to uh, decide, I guess, in a way that was like a, is this, is this, is this, is this? What, what was best? Who did the most work? Who got the most feelings? And who got the most prestige? And who did the most support? Yeah. <laughs> Those support mains. We, we could make the category best support main. Best support main? Way. Uh, best supporting man, main. <laughs> <laughs> who does the BB go to? And the BB goes to... Winston Duke for us, or at least partially, one of the two <laughs> roles he portrays. You only get one award. <laughs> you don't get two for doing two characters. Winston Duke could not be here today, so we are accepting on his behalf. Winston Duke? <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that of all of them, I think he had the most like range and the most stuff to have to do and to have to play dual roles was a lot. And his character goes through like quite a journey. Spoiler alert, he kills himself. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. Uh I've had to do the same you in have a run over yourself in a in a motorboat? No, but I have had to kill a fictional version of myself who was like an evil witch who was trying to kill me and did. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I I maybe I had a bias in me because I, I could empathize with the real struggles. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Can we go to the next one now? Sure. <laughs> the best score. Yes. 1917. Mm-hmm. Is the, the high score to be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also a nominee. This is what you get when we wake up early to try to do a podcast. No, I was going to do this anyway. Okay. Steven Universe, the movie. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. We are nominated so many times. I know, right? <laughs> it's so great. I feel so honored. Parasite. And Star Wars. And the BB for best score goes to... The BB! Us. We Us? win. We won. Again. We win again. We win again. Uh, yeah. So do you want to tell why we chose us? Because it was creepy and all over the place and had lots of different things and purpose. And... And the music really adds to like the tension of the world and the feeling of like immediate danger and like people closing in on you. It, it, it's, it does a good atmospheric punch to the gut and the imagination. And just there were a couple of times where it was like it played the music of the other people. Yeah. When they weren't there, or like when you didn't see them, you're like, oh no, they're there. there. Yeah. So. So yeah, it does a good job of building attention because even if you aren't conscious to it, it's a score that like starts to uh, train your brain to expect things when you hear things, and does a great job of doing the creep. Ah. And do the creep. Ah. Sorry, too late to be nominated for Best Original Song. Uh, by quite a few years. <laughs> also, we're not doing TV. Nope. So, it doesn't count. 
There's not a Saturday Night Live movie? No. <laughs> there's... Uh, They've taken get... sketches and made movies out of it. I was going to say, there's that, but they haven't made an SNL movie, and that song did not go in there. Probably for the best. Yeah. That they have not made a movie, because a I'm, live movie? Yeah. I'm actually... Wow, our tangents. I'm actually surprised that there hasn't been a movie about a fictional person getting a job at SNL, and, like, the thing about that. Well... There sort of is. For any of you that have seen Don't Think Twice. I don't know what that is. It's a movie about an improv group uh, who get it, have different levels of success. And one of them gets on basically SNL and how it affects the rest of the group. Huh. It is. It strikes you in the inner core of your inner core as, as an actor. Uh, I don't know if I need that right now in my life. It's a very good movie. Uh, so... The more you know. See, we teach you things here. Right? I mean, here's the thing. When we do a film episode, you're going to learn something about some film you've never heard of because Casey has an encyclopedic brain of the movies that he's seen. And the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. Adapted? The Best Adopted Screenplay. We found this over here and decided to make it a movie. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> <laughs> The nominees are Dr. Sleep, Little Women, Detective Pikachu, Avengers Endgame, and Shazam. I don't know. I just like Pikachu. Pikachu. All right. The winner. Who gets the BB? Dr. Sleep. Woo! Woo! Not enough people went to see that movie. Nope. But, like, it's a really good movie. And it it does a good job not doing the Stephen King part. Uh, and by that, I mean... St- I, have, I have a lot of problems with the way Stephen King writes things. And so, there's a reason why Doctor Sleep was nominated and not It Chapter 2. Because It Chapter 2 decided to keep all the crap stuff that Stephen King can put in a book. While Doctor Sleep was like, we're going to take the cool part. And throw away the racist. And they also, yeah, like, they had, I mean, I think they had a, a good escape of that by being able to draw from the Stanley certain parts of the, yeah, like the Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah. So, they're like, cool, we want to do away with, we want to avoid the, the bad Stephen King parts, yeah. then we will just uh, go with the movie parts. Oh, we want to get away from the bad parts of the movie? We will use the book parts. Oh, neither of those work right now? We'll do something else. (laughs) (laughs) And that is exactly how that happened. (laughs) That sounds like the process of Hollywood. But yeah, uh, Doctor Sleep is actually a really good movie. We both really enjoyed it. We did a podcast episode about it that you can listen to that is available on whatever place that you are listening to this. Guess what? It's on the same podcast. Yeah. And so it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on SoundCloud, it's on Stitcher, and it's on a lot of those other little random podcast player things because they take stuff from iTunes. Um, but Amy, I've heard I've heard that episode already because I'm an avid listener. Can we have the next award, please? Sure. Yes. And so long as you uh, stop breaking into my house and get out. Okay. <laughs> That was 
something that I'm sure you had an easy time or maybe hard time visualizing. Uh huh. Like you're the nominees for best visual effects. <laughs> Look at that Segway go. I bet you could see it because it was a visual. And yet we are a podcast. Visual. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees are Detective Pikachu, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, Doctor Sleep, and Terminator Dark Fate. Ooh, what an intense category of visual effects. And the winner is... The cat! <laughs> the cat and her rope. Who does the BB go to? The BB... The, I do appreciate... The visual effect goes to the cat's string. I, I Actually, I do appreciate that the cat appeared during the visual effects where cats is not... No, it is not. She's trying to convince us to give cats more awards. <laughs> and it is not working. For the winner is Avengers Endgame. Woo! Come collect your BB. Please. You are more than welcome to any of the cast of Avengers. Please, come to my house. <laughs> Accept your award. It's a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a BB to give you. <laughs> Just come... <laughs> yeah, we chose Avengers Endgame because it has, like, the visual effects are what make that world so believable and so, like, engrossing. But it's also all the visual effects that helped make people appear older, gaunter, younger, the characters who are only CG that you can interact with and just can you feel like a real person is there. Whether it be Rocket or Thanos or Groot or whoever. It and like the space and just everything. Excuse me. And while I did not win, I do have to point out how good the Pokemon look in Detective Pikachu. Yeah, the Pokemon was the closest, like second. Because like it if the if the visual effects of Pokemon didn't work, nothing was gonna happen. Nope. Yes, and the next BB? The next BB will be for Best Production Design. I might have had to ask what qualifies Production Design. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. And the nominees are Detective Pikachu, mm. Dr. Sleep, Parasite, 1917. I want to call it 1917 so badly. No. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. And us. We're there. I don't think we will win because no one can see our production design. <laughs> it mostly involves comfortable pants. Yep. And a cup. Uh, the winner for best production design is... Is... Parasite. Ooh, Parasite. Why do you sound surprised? I don't you know. voted for it. Because I want everyone else to feel like they're wa I'm watching and listening with them. I want them to feel like they're connected. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite. Also has creep. Yeah. Uh, it, it just does such a good job, like, visually setting up the differences between, like, if you haven't watched Parasite, this is probably, this is not spoilery. 
because it doesn't tell you anything that happens in the movie. But it's spoilery for the premise if you're one of those people who wants to go in to the movie with nothing. It's just a movie about class war and, you know, the the differences between the poor and the rich. and mm-hmm. And they do such a good job showing the claustrophobia and the the only word I can think of is lowness, like, in the totem pole of society, of the poor, versus, like, these people who are literally above everyone, you physically. You can literally see the difference between the have and the have-nots. Yep. And it it's such a thing of cramped space and, like, like space that's just flooded with stuff and having to fit so many people in it, and then having the same amount of people in such a wide open space because you have the luxury of it and all that kind of stuff does a really good job just illustrating their points. And I'm sorry that cats didn't get nominated. Yeah. Arwen, stop being so sour. She attacked my tracer. She's being a sourpuss. Yep. Is that the name of one of the cats and cats? No, they do things like rum tum tugger and, uh, Grizabella. And Deuteronomy. So Sourpuss probably would have been a better name. Yeah. Well, see, cats have a name that the humans give them. A name they give themselves. And then their secret name. And that is why Parasite is your winner. <laughs> and not cats. So. I guess cats is not only for like one thing. We shall see what it is. Later. Later. Pan to the next award, which is Best Cinematography. Cinematography. I just said that. I said it better. Is there a better? (laughs) Your nominees are for Best Cinematography. 1917. Every time it's been nominated, it's been first because it's just like, it's a number. It's like, boop. Yep. Just. It. The one. Yep. <laughs> it's just funny that, well, it, I say that and it wasn't first listed in the last one, but it was a bunch of times. I, well, that was usually the category where we hadn't filled it out yet. So, best cinematography. (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing cartography? Is that what's happening? Cinematography? Are we doing the visuals of the globe? Please stand by for my tears. (laughs) Your nominees for best cinematography are 1917, Parasite, Us, Doctor Sleep, and Knives Out. And does the BB? Go to. The winner of the BB is Parasite. Wow. Two in a row. Yeah. And so 1917 does a great job, like, doing its, like, thing. But it doesn't have the interesting, complicated factor. It has the purpose of making it all one shot. And technically, it's really, you know, well done. Very impressive. Uh, however, uh, as when we were discussing it, I was like, you know, like, Parasite feels like it was already 
edited before it even got to the editing room floor. Yeah. Which is not to say uh, that, like, it's actually a really bad thing to do when you're filming stuff to, um, like, sort of edit, Mm -hmm. like, mentally edit before you get it. Like, because I think you should get all the footage and then do the editing. But that's not what I mean. I mean, like, it was just like... They knew every shot they yeah. needed and every shot they wanted to get the most impact from what they were doing. Like, the the vision on it was so precise and so purposeful. And um, it was also, it was, it did so much with visual parallel. And I do believe that is, like, a really hard skill. Because it's the multiple use of the same shot to illustrate where we are in the story. Like, the kitchen is especially one of the ones that I would say is, like, the best use of, like, taking something innocuous and then making it, like, more and more horrifying without ever changing anything. Yeah. And so... There were lots of parallels in Parasite. Yes. And I think that's, like, a really, really good technical visual skill. I'm pretty sure there were multiple instances where I made some sort of reaction, like, oh, like... That shot or like something to yeah yep. there's a lot of them and it's and it's it it's just very interesting it's such a visual story and it's like it's just very clever yeah can appreciate did appreciate gets bb gets bb <laughs> uh, the next category is yes best costumes the costumes. Well, who are nominated for Best Costume BB? Best Costume BB? Costume BB. <laughs> Did any of these put a calendar of BBs in costumes? I don't know. Did they? Like the end of, I think his neighbors, I think it was in the neighbors, they like put their baby in, like the end credits start with them, with their kid in various... Oh, like TV shows. I have not seen that. I would say I think they do something similar in like Daddy Daycare. But that's my only reference. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of stuff with BBs. So, the nominees for Best Costumes, Avengers Endgame, Us, for our comfortable pants. <laughs> mm, and comfortable they are. Rocket Man, Jojo Rabbit, Doctor Sleep, and Parasite. <sighs> No, Arwen. Cats is not nominated. They aren't wearing costumes. They're, They're wearing, wearing nothing. CGI. <laughs> They're, wearing... They're just oddly could sensual. Please, could you please zip up my ZG, ZG, yeah. ZGI? My zipper. <laughs> I mean, the only person wearing a costume is Rebel Wilson, who takes off her skin to reveal a costume. And the winner is Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. This was actually one of the few where we had to really talk through it and figure out what we thought was the strongest showing of use of costumes for storytelling. And Dr. Sleep, aside from our main villain, Rose the Hat, and the fact that like her entire self is just such an iconic look that you just understand her from just seeing her and everything about her. The whole, like, structure of what everyone is wearing tells so much about them and where they are in their journey. 
And so, like, with Ian McGregor, like, the transformation from, like, the alcoholic, almost, like, homeless person um, to, you know, a stand-up citizen. Not that homeless people aren't stand-up citizens. That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to... It's early. Um, but from, like, someone who's, like, in an obvious place of struggle to someone who has, like, a job and a sense of security to someone who is mimicking later his father um, when he has to return to the Overlook and do all the things. It, it's such a visual representation of where he's at in his journey that it's very interesting and well done. Yeah, like, just based on what he was wearing, like, I bought that it was, like, that he was uh, in... The Shining, like, the from the original film, yeah. like, that he was really, um, his kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the recreation of the Shining scenes with the people, they did a good job of, like, how much they wanted them to be similar and how much they didn't, and making them look visually the same, and I thought that was really, really good. All the people in the hotel, you know, the sense of like normalcy that you get from like the little girl and her family versus like the uneasiness that you get from everyone um in I can't think of their name right now in Rose the Hats group uh I don't remember the name of her group but they yeah they all were very distinguished and like but yet there was just like something that just connected them yeah so they all had like a very unified look to them but they all also had that like bit of i i'm trying to think of the best way to describe it it's like they look like they've lived for a long time because there's so much about them that's like not of this time but then also such an amalgamation of different time periods and i think that's really interesting and you can see where their their styles kind of influenced each other yeah and so I, I think that it just, the costuming and the choices that are made just do so much to add to the the grounding and reality of that movie. I just remembered that my steelbook is coming for that movie. Ooh. It looks very cool. Cool. We can watch it again. Yeah. I like that movie. All right. Congratulations on your BB, Dr. Sleep. Apparently, these might be the only awards that you are getting because you did not get nominated for the award season anywhere else but that's why you come to the bbs for the real true opinions i thought you were saying that it was only getting nominated for like the technical bb no. awards no. it's gotten nominated for many things oh yeah that's but i just meant like yeah yeah not as many people appreciated the movie as we did but that's fine this one is more important and full of prestige anyway who gets the next bb kissy well I should need to announce the category first. Okay, Fergus. Fergus, that's it. <laughs> that's D and D stuff. Uh, uh-huh. Let's see. I thought about being like, "Here's the. You want the winner? Here's the winner. Would you like to know the category? <laughs> <laughs> Twist, throwing it up, twisting it up. Guess what? The nominees are for what category? I'm not gonna tell you. How's that? Uh... We, we. We twist and turn and and change the. What are the nominees? <laughs> the nominees are Booksmart, 
us, Parasite, Ready or Not, and Knives Out. It's like Jeopardy. <laughs> what is best original screenplay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who gets the award for best original screenplay? BB. The winner is Parasite. Wow, it's almost like we like that movie. We do. And it's almost like I'm trying with every fiber of my being not to go like, Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite. All right. When's best original? original? Oh, well, <laughs> if you want some more coffee. Please pause for more crying. <laughs> There's a lot of crying in that movie, too. Yes, there is. The torture of that movie, man. Ooh, doggy. Oh boy! So yeah, it wins. Uh, yeah, it. There were there were so many good movies in that category this year, like the amount of original work came out that came out was a surprise. Like when you look back on it, yeah, it's not something you really do or see anymore. No, there's so many people who are like, look at this thing someone else made. I'm gonna make it my own way and say that this is like the new thing and get an award for it. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Yeah, because you actually like wrote something original and not stealing from something else. Good job, you. Oh. Oh. Called out. Uh, but like every bit of dialogue has a purpose, mm. and uh, it also just further separates the two f- families. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just uh, it's also I think. The juxtaposition of the family when they're together, like, the main family when they're together with themselves versus the lies that are being told everywhere else. And it's very interesting to see. And and lots of callbacks and reference. Like, they om- there's a couple of times where they almost do the Archer thing, uh, which is, like, one line will be said and then it will be repeated or, like, sort of slightly changed in the very next shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah, they they do it really well. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Not if you guys haven't heard, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. What's next, category? Uh, as far as like the actual like Academy Award nominees and stuff, like it's definitely out of what I've seen, probably my favorite. Mm, yeah, I agree. So, but I also haven't seen some of those movies. Yeah. It's true. No offense, I don't feel like watching a two-hour thing about the Irishman. No, it's three hours. It's like three and a half hours. I can watch The Lord of the Rings instead. (laughs) (laughs) I like the sound of that. Uh, Speaking of sound of that... A... Best original song. 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 No. No, Mark McGuire, you had your chance. (laughs) The nominees are Drift Away from Steven Universe, the movie. Beautiful Ghosts from Cats. And she's not here for it. (laughs) Not here to even be recognized for the nomination. Uh, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. And Jose and Mark from the Bash Brothers. <laughs> the, I think mean, it's like the unauthorized burger, burger, burger. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And who wins this maybe? 
It's Steven! <gasps> Steven! Yeah, so if you've seen the Steven Universe movie, one, it's a musical. So it had a lot of good songs to nominate. And Drift Away is like far and above the 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 pinnacle of what's going on in that movie. And it's such a heart-wrenching song. And it changed my opinion on a character from completely like dislike to oh my god I'm crying my eyes out why is this so freaking sad and it it's just a great story song but it's also like a great technical song and it just does so much for like an emotional journey that I I had I fought for this song to win because it was worth it That makes it sound like I am heartless and do not care about No, feelings. Casey just hasn't seen it. I just, I can't, for for spoiler reasons, yep. could, could not. But uh, I can already tell that, uh, that it, I don't think any of the other songs had that much power besides Jose and Mark made me bawl my eyes out <laughs> with sadness. No, it didn't. My name is Jose! Oh, I think I think he got escorted out. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not here. Uh, I hear no sound of Mark McGuire, but the next category is best sound editing. Look at that. You heard that. You Aye. heard it from me. Aye. The nominee is for best sound editing. Parasite. Knives Out. I appreciate your voice, but also... Nineteen Seventeen, <laughs> Doctor Sleep, Terminator Dark Fate, and us. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you do that. Where am I? Where am I? Like, where's Where? my place, scroll? Yes, the winner for best sound. Knives Out. Congratulations, Knives Out. Congratulations. Yeah. They do, I do think, like, just the placement and the use of sound and, like, the precision for the different things that happen in that movie to help you gauge character and gauge where you're at and, like, the mystery is just very strong. And it also, like, reminds you of things. Yeah. Like, whenever you hear a sound, you're like, oh, yes, it was from this when this part happened. Yep. Oh, did it. Yes. Or, yeah. But, yeah. The what? Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just it does really well at helping you along with like the mystery, and I think from a storytelling perspective, it did really well. Yay! Yeah. What's the next BB? First of all, I want to thank you for supporting this podcast show with me. Hey. The next category is best supporting actress. I think that was a struggle. But with your help and your support, we made it. <sighs> the nominees for Best Supporting Actress are Park Sodam for Parasite, Lee Jung-un for Parasite, Kylie Curran for Doctor Sleep, Vanessa Kirby for Hobbs and Shaw, 
Because that girl put up with some stuff in that movie. Yeah. Mostly those two dudes. Yeah. Uh, and Scarlett Johansson for a double nomination for Jojo Rabbit and Avengers Endgame. The winner for Best Supporting Actress is... Lee Jung-un from Parasite. And if you're not sure who that is, it's the housekeeper. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, ScarJo, for your two nominations that still didn't win. Nope. Uh, But yeah, no, the the housekeeper just, like, brings it. Like, she's here, she's there, she's everywhere. And yet, like, she does some pretty messed up things, and yet I don't. Yet, see her as horrible? No, she still seems to be, like, one of the better people in that movie. Um, yeah, without, like, getting into to story or, or spoilers, like, she, it, like, her role is, seems fairly small and, like, you know, just kind of background at first, but you just, you just can't help but notice her. Yep. And just, like, I don't know, even... In the beginning, I, I very much was paying attention to her, right? her performance. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it was just like... No, it, she's just like... She didn't seem unimportant the entire time. And you just slowly get a better sense of her. And she just does so much with, like, everything she's given. That she definitely deserves it. And the lady's got some range. Yes. Um, the other nominee from Parasite was the sister, uh, the sister who was also excellent. Um, but if you're wondering, I'm like I'm I'm just, I don't expect you to to know everyone's names from them. Although, like I definitely want to know their names now. Uh, I recognized the only person from from Parasite that I recognized was uh f- the father yeah, uh the main father the main father the main character cuz he's like one of the big character actors in in South Korea uh so I'd recognize him but everyone else was was new to me mm-hmm. but I definitely will remember so many people from this movie yep no it's a great movie and the sister was like my favorite character but I think when it comes to, like, acting and the things that they were called to do, that the housekeeper definitely Yep. Yeah. So congratulations. Woo! We're getting there! Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why my thing scrolled up, but here we are at Best Director. Direct your... Direct to your eyeballs. Or ah. ears. Ah. Yeah! <laughs> The nominees are Sam Mendes for 1917, the first on the nomination list again. <laughs> Bong Joon Ho for Parasite, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Olivia Wilde for Booksmart, Joe and Anthony Russo for Avengers Endgame, and Jordan Peele for Us. Who gets the BB? The BB goes to Bong. Jun-ho for Parasite. <laughs> wow. Wow. Have we not been talking about this movie enough? No, let's do it some more. Uh, yeah, so 
that is a lot of things to wrangle in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he did so super well. Uh, everything had purpose. Everything was effective. And everything, like, pretty much paid off. Yep. Uh, yeah, it it was, like, I don't want to spend too much more time explaining how good I think this is without doing, like, you know, a full, a full review. Yeah, I mean, if... If it calls for it, we can. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, well, well done and well deserved. Oh, Brett. Oh, are you, am I boring you? Do you need another category? Uh, I need another caffeine, but you can go ahead. Well, too bad, because you get the nominees for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Not me this morning. Nope. But first on the nomination list is 1917. (laughs) Always number one on the list. Of nominations. Number two who? Is us. I thought you, I told you we weren't ready. Oh. <laughs> the next nominee is Little Women. And Doctor Sleep. Avengers Endgame. And Jojo Rabbit. Ooh. And the winner for our best makeup and hairstyling is... Us. Us? I would like to thank the Academy of BBs. The BB, oh, look at the little BB Academy. (laughs) The sun nerdy BBs. Yeah, yeah, they just do such a good job setting up that world. This is just making me want to watch movies again. Um, Just setting up everything about it. And the visual stylings that differentiate everybody. Not just like in costume, but like in the look of the um, the others yeah uh, they just they're the same like facially and you know like actors yeah and actors <laughs> but they just somehow look so different yep. and and so other yeah and they just do such a good job of like that distinguishing thing and making them so creepy without like needing any CGI or anything like that that it was definitely uh, worthy of a BB. Yeah, and just, I don't know, everyone's, it was weird, like, with, like, the, the little girl's hair, like, pulled back, like, yeah. everything was restricted and restrained on them. Yep. And yet somehow strangely clean, yep. and, like, it was just, yeah, it was just, just very effective. Everything about them just seemed odd. But well done. Yes, um, very well done. I don't know why it keeps... Oh, because... Yeah, all right. That's where my little cursor was. Uh. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm looking the list... I have the list put up on my phone. No Is one asked. <laughs> Behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, the next category for BBE Awards is for Best Actor. Been cursed with this incredible acting talent. That's a Futurama reference. I know you're just looking at me funny, like what is what is he doing? Futurama. 
Futurama was not nominated for Best Actor. I was like, <laughs> did I miss this? But the people that are nominated for Best Actor... Yes. Uh-huh. Robert Downey Jr. for Avengers Endgame. Taryn Egerton for... Egerton? Egerton. I think it's Egerton. For... He's an Ega. He's an Ega... Ten. Ten. <laughs> for Rocket Man. Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Kang Ho Song for Parasite. And Ewan McGregor for Doctor Sleep. Ooh, that's a tough category. Yep, a lot, a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. But who was the one that deserved the BB? And the BB goes to the Tony. Tony Stark. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. for Endgame. Congratulations. Yay. You were completely overlooked for the Oscars. But not only were you not overlooked in the BB category or the BB show, but you won! The BB show? Congratulations. Um, please, please, please come accept this award. <laughs> please come get it. <laughs> I promise you it's not a random object in my house. No, not that one that I have spray painted gold to seem so important. I can give you a pop of yourself. <laughs> Just please. Come collect your award. Please. Please come retrieve your BB. <laughs> um, has anyone seen the owner of this BB? It's Robert Downey Jr. Could you please direct me to him so I can give it to him? Or direct him to me so he can come get it? Please. <laughs> I'm not going to stop begging until he is here. <laughs> Actually, we are. Okay. Because... We have an award to do, but yeah, he, I just think it was his, like, one of his crowning moments of, like, earned time, and his whole journey through that movie was great, and he just was amazing. And if we're just talking straight-up acting, like, his, it's the best straight-up act, straight-up, <laughs> best straight-up acting that he has done in those movies so far. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you're comparing all the, the movies that he was in, uh, I would say this is his best performance. Like, yep. just straight-up performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. He was, like, I think one of my other favorites is Civil War, but I would definitely still pick this one. Yeah, I agree. It, it You just get so much depth in that movie from him. That it's amazing. All right. Right. We've had a lot of strange moments in this show. Yeah. Some might even make you say, WTF, mate. Are we British? We might be. <laughs> We're a listener of this show. Uh, we have an exclusive category. Exclusive. The best WTF moment. WTF, BB? The nominees are eh? w for WTF moment. Moment. Yeah, not that. No. <laughs> uh, the best WTF moment nominees are Hobbs holding a helicopter in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> there was no one on that bus from Hobbs and Shaw. I will circle back around to that. Yes, and you will. I know. Because. Uh, some of these, I'm just giving a vague description so to avoid any like spoilers or anything. Yep. But if you've seen the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
Sunrise from Ready or Not. Cats from Cats. Just just cats. Just cats. Still don't have the actual cat. She just is not here for any of the actual awards that <laughs> Cats was up for. Uh Hitler exits from Jojo Rabbit. Just tripping from Dora and the Lost City of Gold. <laughs> and Ditto Face from Detective Pikachu. I just, uh, just straight up tripping. And the winner is... Sunrise from Ready or Not. Yeah, that, that was such an earned what the F moment is going on. That movie did itself a brilliant favor in that the the part that we're talking about is basically the ending of the movie and the way it had been written to that point, Mm -hmm. there was like one of pretty much two directions the ending could have gone. And the brilliance of that movie is Is that... Is it real or not real? And it could have gone either way and still been an excellent ending. But just... I was still just taken aback at what they did. Oh, we didn't bring your thing. Oh, did you mean this? (laughs) (laughs) If you've seen Ready or Not, it makes so much sense. You know exactly what we mean. And that's Casey's um, copyrighted noise. Yes. Can I get that copyrighted? Because it is it's such such a staple for me in my everything. Yes, and just in life. Yep. It's my sound. It is your sound. You just pop up places. (laughs) (laughs) And the mic loves me. (laughs) Uh, now I I wanted to explain uh just if we're talking about this was the closest runner-up. Just because it was one of those, like, you had to be there. Mo- it was just, like, the cinematic experience of this moment is something that I would like to tell you all because we tell you guys everything. We do. Uh, and so we're watching Hobbs and Shaw, and Idris Elba's character just basically, like, blasts through this bus in London. And as soon as he lands, he does, like, his cool, like, superhero landing, basically, yeah. with his super transformer motorbike uh and i just immediately just say very loudly in this moment of silence there was no one on that bus (laughs) (laughs) i i will say that this was we were not like the most polite moviegoers in that movie because we had just sat through uh another specific movie and Got to this one and we were like, oh my god, this is so much better. And just, we just let off all the steam. But the person, there was a couple watching the movie next to us. The guy just, just giggled when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was just so funny. Like, there's all these stunts and crazy things going on. And he just, like, goes through this bus. And I mean, you're instinct should be like oh my gosh all the people in that bus like he just murdered people no he didn't because there's no one on it (laughs) there's no driver there's no one in the seats because it was like one of those like double decker buses in london and those seats were all empty yep (laughs) so it was funny 
it, it was, it was really just funny. one of my favorite cinematic moments of 2019. <laughs> also, that and movie we're able is, to share it with others. That movie is just like really funny. I did. I have had the thought of like, you know, doing a podcast where we watch a movie and just comment the entire time, and people can play us and just watch a movie along with us. If you'd like to see something like that. You can tweet us at Amory by the Sea or Case Crusader and let us know that's a thing you would want. We could do like a special episode of a different movie, like once a month or something. That would be it's so cool. Right? I think it could be super fun. Or maybe we start doing things like, I don't know, like the Patreon things that people do if people like us enough. Yeah. And that would be like a reward. Let us know. We're trying to evolve this podcast into the future. I mean, it did evolve the Casey Movie Awards. Right? I was so surprised that you let us, like, take your coveted awards and make it into a BB. You took my BB and made it a BB. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Also, I had to acknowledge that uh, we have... That was another double nomination, as Idris Elba was nominated twice. Actually, three, no, three times, times. Three times in this category. Yep. He was nominated for Hobson Shaw. Twice. Hobson Shaw and Cats. cats. <laughs> so Cats, just so you know, this is what happened with Cats. I was trying to figure out what counted as the top like WTF moment in Cats. And for a while, it was just going to be Idris Elba is butt-ass naked. But it, it had to be just Cats. The movie. Yep. Full of full movie. And not here to accept the award or nomination is the cat. The cat. <laughs> All right. Our next category is we're getting close. We're getting close. Ooh. Best actress. Ooh. The nominees are Felicity Jones for On the Basis of Sex. Lupita Nyong'o for Us. Thank you for being, representing us, new Lupita Nyong'o. You're much cooler. Yep. Uh, Samara Weaving for Ready or Not. Rebecca Ferguson for Dr. Sleep. And Anna de Armas for Knives Out. Mm. There was lots of good ones in this one. Yeah, there were. Lots of worthy nominees. But. But the clear... BB winner. Unabashed winner is Lupita Nyong'o for us. Yeah. Dude. 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 The end. That's, that, is, that is our explanation. Yep. Just, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen us. The fact that she is not nominated it, in the account uh, is just like. It's, one of, it's that stupid. It's a genre movie. But they did get out. Yeah. And guess what? Their lead male actor got nominated for Get Out. Yeah. So. I call shenanigans. And he was very good in that movie. However, Lupita Nyong'o in this movie is one of my favorite performances of all time. Yeah. Because she's two people. Very distinctly. But then also, like, it just, like, she's just great. And it's not, like, just because... Oh wow, it's impressive. They were playing two no. two characters. No, 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 no. Just see the movie if you haven't. And you The layers. There's so many layers. Lupitas are not like cakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, goodness. So. Yes. We have next best moment. Not to be confused with WTF. Just best, best moment. moment. Uh, again, we will be trying to avoid spoilers or like, you know, if you've seen the movie, you'll understand what they are. Uh, the nominees are on your left slash I'm Iron Man slash just the last battle yep. for Avengers Endgame. Chase through New York for John Wick 3, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Mysterio, Illusion, Spider-Man, Far From Home. I can't hear you, Sam. <laughs> Switching audio, Booksmart. <laughs> and F the Police from Us. Uh, such a good category. Yeah, all those are just so good. Yeah, that's why they're awesome. Best, Best moments. moments. And the winner is... Avengers Endgame for just paying off. Whoops. Hello. The the computer also really liked Avengers Endgame. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, just all the emotions and all the payoffs and all the everything. Yep. And just... Avengers earned that moment. So, for a long time, I think one of the best experiences I had had in a movie was... Seeing the first Avengers at mm-hmm. the the midnight showing yeah. uh, of of that movie when it came out because like everyone was excited and everyone just had the best time. Yeah. Uh, and a very similar thing I feel happened with this one. Yeah. Uh, we just like as an audience went on such a roller coaster of emotions, and that last like forty or so minutes is just. Like, had all the twisties and the turnies and the flips and the loop-de-loops and yep. everything. Uh, and, like, our brains and hearts were like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, also, but, it's really hard to make Casey cry in the movie. And I was so crying. Yes. So, that's always a big tell. The last time I think I saw you cry in the movie was Coco. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. So... It earns it. It, it earns it. it. Uh, we have now arrived to Best Picture. Best Picture? Can we give a dishonorable mention? Yes. Uh, I think we the should. The Fumstifier Award. The Fumstifier. She tried to write Dumpster and, and got Fumstit. Fumstit. And I just, I liked it. The Fumstifier so Award. The Fumstifier Award. The dishonorable mention of the year. Of the year, Girls the only nominee and the only winner? Question mark. Nope, just the only. Just the only. Once upon a time in Hollywood. So the nominees for best picture are. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're just gonna leave it there. Yep. Nope. Go leave ahead. On fire. Uh, the nominees for best picture. The nominees are Avengers: Endgame, John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. Fighting with my family. Spider-Man, Far From Home. Steven Universe, the movie. Booksmart. Ready or Not. Parasite. Doctor Sleep. And Us. Us. And so this was one of the categories where we did have to, like, talk through our thought process 
on what for us counted as like the best movie of the year. As well as the other nominees. Yes. But I'm psh. So, the winner of the inaugural Talk Nerdy to Me BB Movie Award, the BB goes to this movie, which is undoubtedly the winner that is The Avengers Endgame. I think there's no the on that one. Nope. Just Avengers Endgame. Yeah. It did it. It did it. It. So we talked about it because we really liked a bunch of other movies that are like very like technically good and all that. Because you can tell we love Parasite. You can tell we loved like so many of these. We movies. love ourselves. We loved us. We loved so many movies this year. But Avengers Endgame just like. It's the one I go back to. It's the one that, like, hit me the hardest. It's the one that, like, you know, I actually think about on a regular. And it's one of the ones that, like, impacted me emotionally because of my investment in the characters. So it's one of those things where this is definitely a a Talk Nerdy to Me BB Awards because we get to choose a movie based on whatever criteria we decide merits the best movie of the year. And for me... That was the one that had the biggest, like, impact. Yep, I would agree. Uh, I got the most feels from it. Uh, I just, it was the most rewarding and just most yep. experience uh, that I had in 2019 mm-hmm. in film. And it was so good. Now, not to say that it was perfect. There were definitely some some things that yeah. weren't as perfect. But, I mean, for a three-hour movie to do what it did and do so much so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, As I mean, like, there are definitely parts of that movie that I was like, I wish this was done better or what have you. But... Or differently or... Yeah. yeah. But as a whole, I think it's such a cultural marker and such a landmark movie that delivered on as many promises as it possibly could. No, not to say that we're like, as some would call it, giving it the Return of the King Award, <laughs> uh, which I would disagree. I mean, on that, because I think Return of the King was definitely the best movie and deserved all those things that it got. I don't remember who it was nominated against, but I remember being mad at Chicago for a long time because it won over Lord of the Rings one year, and I had never seen Chicago. And now I like Chicago, but, you know. The two towers. Yeah. I I had a bad history of hating things because they won over something that I really liked, and then learning later that I liked the thing. That was my relationship with the killers. I hated them because they beat My Chemical Romance for an award one year. And I was like, mur, 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 I don't care that I like Mr. Brightside. Mur, 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 mur. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, congratulations to all of the winners. Congratulations to all of the BBs. Please, come accept your awards. Yes, we ha- you have an open invitation. An open invitation. Yep. To come get your award. I will find the gold spray paint. <laughs> we had many figurines. Yep. 
please. I need to get rid of so many things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed the first inaugural year of the Talk Nerdy to Me BB, BB Awards for movies. The BBBs. The BBBs. Uh, and I hope that you, this has inspired you to maybe go watch some movies from last year that you haven't seen, as well as maybe giving you an appreciation and an understanding of, like, the kind of things that we like and look for and uh, what you can expect in the future for us to cover. Yeah, it's one of the only awards, it, but it is the only award show that gives you the why. I like explaining why on things right and it also lets you know like the other ones that did really well so you can know what's also good about other movies yeah and maybe it also encourages you to give your personal awards what is your favorite movies of the year and like specific specifically like what do you think had the best cinematography which do you think had the best actors what do you think had the best moment the best wtf moment you can use that as yourself as for yourself yeah we can have some, like, write-ins. If you get enough write-ins, we could just, like, have a little thing at the end of an episode. Be like, did you see what these people saw? Oh, my God. WTF. And everyone unanimously votes that there was no one on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> there was, in fact, no, no one, one on that on bus. bus. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and for coming to hang out with us again this week. We appreciate that you come back week after week. Even if every once in a while we skip a week. And we hope that you will come back again next week. You can find us everywhere online at Case Crusader and A Marie by the Sea on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, I mean, YouTube, everywhere. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere. And we. <laughs> yep. We hope to hear from you. You can tweet at us, talk to us, do all the kinds of things. Let us know all of your winners for these categories as well as let us know what kind of stuff you would like to see us do. Would you like to watch a movie with us? That could be fun. It could be an experience. And now we must bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu, babies. Until... Bye-bye, babies. Until next week. Bye-bye, babies. I can't reach the button. <laughs>